Welcome back to Digimon Chronicles. This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer, and I am here to read Digimon Seekers Chapter 1, Part 6. Chapter 1 is still called Wolf of the Ninth Avenue. We haven't seen a wolf on Ninth Avenue, so who knows? Maybe that'll happen in this chapter, or maybe it'll happen in uh, Chapter 1, Part 7. Anyway, without further ado, here is Chapter 1, Part 6 of Digimon Seekers. Eiji Nagasumi, a.k.a. Cracker Fang, visits his client, Professor Ryusenji of the Abedin Electronics Denrin District Digital Laboratory. There, he receives a Digimon along with the latest model Digimon Doc, the Digimon Linker. After getting a beef bowl with hot egg takeout at a restaurant in front of the station, AG heads home, feeling good for the first time in a long time. Ding! He rings the Buddhist altar. The room is a very small one-room apartment. Three tatami mats with a loft, a furniture-style Buddhist altar, and LED candles. He doesn't usually offer incense because it would cause a fire. Hello, I'm home. Hello, Dad, Mom, Grandpa, and Grandma. And then there's the dog, too. Family cards are placed on the tablets of his family members. There's even one for a dog he used to have for some reason. After putting his hands together, Eiji sits down to dinner alone at the table. He looks at the Digimon linker on his arm. I've never seen a Digimon like this one before. Lugamon. The color screen shows a dog-like Digimon. Extremely narrow studio. Three tatami mats with loft. I want to train the Digimon. The request from Ryusenji was quite simple. If you look at Grimm, Digimon training jobs are easy to find. In pet terms, it's like being a breeder. The growth of Digimon, which are a kind of learning AI program, is largely largely related to their behavior patterns from birth. And, if this is the case, then crackers who are experts in dealing with Digimon can also serve as breeders. If you are interested in my research, your encounter with Lugamon should be very interesting. If Professor Ryusenji expects that much from me, I have no choice but to give it my all. He's never been so excited in his life. But anyway, as long as he follows the professor's lead, there should be no issues. Eiji has little experience in training Digimon, however. I have three Terranimon, but all I'm doing is fine-tuning them with tools. That's only one part of the training process. He sets up his Digimon dock on the table. On the monochrome LCD screen, a dotty Terranimon is displayed. The dock that stored the Terranimon is small enough to fit in the palm of one's hand. This type is outdated in terms of specs, but blueprints are available and parts are relatively easy to obtain and easy to make yourself. The Grim Cracker store sells special enclosures and complete units. AG also owns a few of them. I remember the professor saying something about the memory area being corrupted in the delivery dock, so a part exchange is in order. Well, I have a Digimon linker, so there's no need to rush. Looking at the new Digimon linker wrapped around his arm, AG smiles as if he had just remembered it. This Lugamon is like a good luck charm for AG. He can't help but think that he needs to take good care of it. But does that mean I have to leave my Digimon linker on 24 hours a day, even when I'm in the shower? It's completely waterproof and antibacterial, so that shouldn't be a problem, but still. During the two or three days it takes for Eiji to learn how to operate the new gadget, the Lugamon grows up. The Digimon grow up fast, feeling uh, feeling Eiji's heartbeat from Digimon linker. It's like a child that I carry in my heart. Eiji looks fondly at the Digimon in his wristwatch. 
Digimon growth and evolution are systematic. When a Digimon hatches from a Digitama, it first goes through the baby stage. This is a Digimon baby. It has not yet learned anything and is not immediately useful as a tool. Normally, the development of a Digimon begins at this stage of childhood, but this Lugamon is already in the next stage, the child stage. AG asks questions to breeders in Grimm. Of course, he doesn't mention his work for Ryusenji or the Lugamon, but he does ask about how to raise dog-like Digimon in general. He searches Grimm for information on Lugamon, but gets no hits. I have no idea if there are any AI learning programs or training programs for it. This might actually be kind of tough. AG almost regrets taking the job. I can't remember the last time I had a pet. Hmm. Not since my dog died when I was a kid. To f see firsthand with our own eyes the state of the digital world and the state of the Digimon. To see the digital world directly with the five human senses, not with virtual monitors and observational data. That's the impressive research Ryusenji is conducting. If that sort of thing is possible, I want to see it. I want to see the world that Professor Ryusenji sees. A world in which Digimon are alive. If I raise you, Lugamon, will something change? If you evolve to your perfect or ultimate form? Crossing the yoke between the real world and the digital world. If only he could become such a top-notch cracker. A notification comes in. AG picks up his smartphone. He picks up his phone. It appears that he's received a reply to his question on Grimm. Fang, congrats on becoming a Digimon breeder. If you want to raise a Digimon from its child stage, I recommend keeping it with a number of other Digimon. If you have more than one Digimon, they will play with each other and learn as they do. I see. So, you should keep a number of them together. Strength in numbers. <clears throat> AG connects... Uh, sorry, AG quickly connects Tyrannomon's dock to the Digimon Linker. The latest model Digimon Linker has more than enough capacity and processing power. He could keep Lugamon with Tyrannomon, but AG in his excitement didn't read the rest of the answer. Some Digimon are like dogs in that they are obsessed with ranking of their pack. It's important that you discipline them first. And then trouble came about several days later. Okay, that was a much shorter read. That chapter was a about five and a half minutes to read, maybe six at the most. The word count was 1,017, so it's the lowest we've had so far. And uh, I paused at part of it because I wanted to take a note so I could make a comment, and I talked about highlighting it so that I would, you know, be able to do that very well. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't go as great as I wanted it to, but it's okay. Um, the the thing that I wanted to highlight was this aspect of play and having the Digimon be together. And then it's it's funny because I read that before I even uh, continued reading. So there's a gap there. But it's funny because it, you know, it mentions that they will do this like ranking and um, they'll make a hierarchy basically of themselves. They'll have a pack mentality with an alpha and whatever else. Um, so anyway, that's, that's interesting to know that Digimon behave as animals like that. Um... Let me see. Was this the one we talked about them not having a gender? No, that was the last time. So, uh, a couple things. Uh, one, it looks like AG is an orphan. His grandparents on one side, if not both, uh, are dead. Um, his mother and father are dead. And uh, it sounds like he's even got like a grave type thing to, to a dog. So, I don't know how Japanese shrines work, but uh, the implication here is that 
he's got these family members who are dead and he remembers them. And I think the thing about the ring, I don't know if that was just to greet them when he came home or if he's, um, or if he's acknowledging them on this auspicious day where he got this, you know, the linker and, uh, he's gonna, he's got this new job that he's embarking on or what, but it's interesting that he, uh, like took the job without really knowing everything that he would need for it. Uh, he's, you know, trusting in himself that he's going to be able to work it out. He's, you know, kind of doing the fake it till you make it kind of thing, which is interesting. I, I like that. And it's neat that he is like that. Um, and I think the implication at the end of this part of the chapter where it says that he didn't read the entire response and he should have waited for it or he didn't wait for it. He just kind of took the information he wanted and was happy about and then let it go. Uh, that's going to get him in trouble. I'll be really curious to see what happens with Lugamon and the Tyrannomon together. And I don't know the way the the plurals work for Digimon. Is that his two remaining Tyrannomon? Did the third Tyrannomon get knocked out or was it actually dead because I thought it was dead? Um, but anyway, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with um, these three Tyrannomon in a pack, if, well, whether it's two or three. One of them is going to be taking the lead, and then uh, Lugamon's going to struggle potentially with uh, fitting into their hierarchy, especially because I think they're champions or adults, and he's a child or a rookie level. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what conflict arises there, and, and it's being teased that it's going to happen. So I don't know how that tease works if you're just going to read the next chapter or read the next part of the chapter, you know, the next day, or if it was in a collected book, if you'd just be reading it if that's as exciting. Um, but I could see like if that was the end of a single chapter and then you come back to that later, that how that could be exciting. But it's, uh, it, it reads a little funny, but overall it's interesting. But anyway, I like that this guy's imperfect. Um, you know, he screws up in researching his data, but that he has like a very ambitious attitude where he wants to, uh, push himself beyond where he's comfortable so that he can I don't know, kind of test his metal, and I like that. I, I like the confidence, I like the failure and the folly in his approach as well. It's very human, it's very real, and it gives him an arc. It's a great starting place for the character, and we'll see how that continues to develop throughout the story. But I'm definitely liking this. I thought, that was, I thought this was an interesting chapter, and I liked learning more about the mechanics of Digimon growth and how it's explained, because I've never played with... I never played the games, really, so I don't know how it works in these VPET type games or Vi you know, Vita Bracelet type games. So having that explained is cool. And it's obviously uh, important to how the world of this story functions. So even if I had been familiar with those, it's nice to have the rules explained for raising them in the game. So uh, that's my commentary on this chapter for now. I will be back in a day, well, probably two days, with uh, chapter 7. Um... And then I think this is going to go till once a week from here on out. But we will see. And hopefully, I don't know, is it going to be a full chapter two? Because like I said, the word count on this single chapter is very high. It's, I think it's approaching six or 7,000. And uh, that's pretty long for a chapter, I think. I think it should be a little shorter. But we'll see how they uh, roll out the rest of the story. Anyway, that's it for now. Uh, check out all my other stuff. And uh, this is MJ signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around, you're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.